Hi, this is Glory with Successful Marketing Group. I have worked with local businesses for over 10 years, and I'd love your help in supporting local Twin City restaurants right now. This month, I'd like to spotlight Pimento Jamaican Kitchen in Minneapolis. They are a committed supporter of their community and serving authentic, delicious Jamaican food using family recipes and fresh ingredients. My favorite is the slow-roasted jerk pork, and the jerk chicken is pretty great, too. Go to my Instagram at SuccessfulBizOwners for more info on them. It is the afternoon of February 26th. Welcome to the Cheryl Reeves Show, part of the TalkNorth.com podcast network. We're going to be talking about a couple of people that Cheryl Reeves knows pretty well today. You can always uh, find all of our shows, all of our sports shows, and our outdoor content at TalkNorth.com. Follow us on Twitter at TalkNorthPod to see the shows as they are released. However you listen to us, please rate us, rip us, let us know how we're doing. And thanks, as always, to our producer, Brandon Morton. Thanks to our sponsors, Rudy Luther, Toyota, SuccessfulMarketingGroup.com, Local Realtor, Cara Quinn, and Bonfi Home Services. So Cheryl, uh, I, I don't know if you heard about it. I just saw I saw a press release uh, sometime this week that uh, someone named Carly Knox apparently got a promotion in your organization. <laughs> She did. Um, you know, Carly's been with the organization. This is her, her 12th season. And uh, yeah, you know, she, she's uh, been, been pretty patient as the organization has uh, kind of grown uh, with the links and, and she's finally recognized, uh, you know, as, as president uh, of Lynx business operations. And, and um, you know, obviously really proud of her as, as much as we've had success on the court, we've had a lot of success off the court as well, business-wise uh, a number of league best practices that that uh, Carly has spearheaded, and uh, you know, and Carly and and the staff have been recognized as franchise of the year, and uh, there's some multitude of business awards uh, that they've gotten throughout uh, Carly's tenure. So much deserved. Really happy for her. Really excited, and obviously really proud of her. Uh, Carly Knox, now the president of business operations. Will, will her job and role change, or is it just more and more of a a, a recognition in in change of title? Yeah, I'd say it's uh, the latter, more of a recognition. Um, you know, Carly's pretty much been doing it all um, in, in that position and, and being the liaison between uh, the franchise and the WNBA. She's long done that. Um, you know, she, she um, you know, just leads them in a number of ways. And uh, so, yeah, it really more just now uh, the, the title matches the, the work that she's doing. Are you two able to get away from your jobs when you're home? Or is it just very, always... actually very well? <laughs> oh, good. That's a good thing to hear. Uh, you know, I, I don't. I'm not a big uh, like. If there's something going on, then I can't avoid maybe working through things, and uh, we we bounce things off of one another. But uh, you know, but largely when we come home, you know, you do the typical. How was your day? You know, and you know there might be some highlights, but it doesn't. You know, uh, I'll tell you a funny story, Oliver. Uh, we were excited. Oliver got student of the month. Carly was promoted to president. It was a heck of a week. And, and we told car, uh, we told Oliver, uh, about mommy's promotion, uh, to president. And, and he looked at her like, you're the president now. And we like, Oh, <laughs> whoa, 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 not, not of the country, uh, <laughs> of, of links business operations. And he looked at me and he goes, mommy has a more important job than mom now. <laughs> <laughs> So I said, yeah, that's what we needed. That's what we needed to <laughs> establish these lines of uh, who was more important. But yeah, it's, it's, uh, 
it's it's kind of fun. Um, you know, we all we're all we're all fully immersed in the links, and so so it, it's you know we, it's it's not been in the way of uh, kind of day to day life. And you know, she does her thing, I do my thing. I had a conversation with someone I know who works the Vikings. I don't know, not that long ago. We were just talking about, it and they were saying, you know, one thing people don't really get because sports teams are so popular and so scrutinized and people know who works there is that these are not huge operations. I mean, the Minnesota Vikings have that massive facility, massive popularity. It's a billion dollar league. It's a billion dollar entity. And yet the staff itself is not that big. And a lot of the people who yeah. work there have worked there for a long, I imagine the same with the links. I mean, you talk about, you know, how well we know how well the basketball team's done. You talk about how well the business side has done in this community. Um, I guess it's not a very large organization. you you have people who are a handful of people are just working like crazy. That's exactly right. Uh, it, it's long been that way. And, um, you know, the, you know, we, we've tried to expand in different areas, but whether it's the basketball operations staff, you know, we, we've always been more, uh, you know, kind of on the, on the minimalist side, um, you know, just recently expanding into to having three assistant coaches. That was a big thing. Um, you know, not only do we have an assistant general manager in Claire, but we also have uh, been able to uh, replace Claire's position. So we, we've kind of grown a little bit on the basketball ops side, but the business side, like you said, you know, they, they, they less is, you know, they do uh, more with uh, a lot less. Um, and so it's pretty incredible, like you're saying with sports teams, you know, what people think that it is. Uh, versus what it actually is, and and that's long been the case in the WNBA, and uh, it's pretty incredible. And and uh, I know I'm I'm appreciative. I, I get to I get to have maybe a different look than a lot of coaches. You know, I'm I'm far more understanding of sort of the you know the the role of business and and how we can you know match the the basketball side with the business to uh, to to make it work uh, for the business people more effectively. Uh, so, but yeah, it's, it's definitely a case that the, it's, it's a, it's a smallish staff. <laughs> and the other thing I'm not sure the average fan understands is, uh, I mean, everybody's going to get judged on results, wins and losses, of course, but every sports team I've been around has been packed with people who work incredible hours. I put in, I mean, you know, whether your team wins or loses, you are all putting in a massive number of hours. And that includes people that, uh, whose names will never be heard, who are just trying to get their foot in the door. That's what the sports industry is. You got to know if you're going to get into that. That's exactly what it is. You don't have your weekends. You don't have your, uh, a lot of your nights. Uh, it's it's not a nine to five gig. It's really special. I, I will say that working for a sports franchise is really special. But you know that that's you know that you've got to know that going into it. You know that that uh, you know the time commitment is pretty incredible. Let's talk about Renee Montgomery. We do want to thank a Successful Marketing Group. You heard their ad at the beginning. We also want to thank Rudy Luther Toyota. Ready for a women forward car dealership? Rudy Luther Toyota empowers their many women on staff in sales, management, and service. Whether you are looking for a new Toyota or pre-owned vehicle, Rudy Luther Toyota has something for everyone. Every vehicle comes with a Luther Advantage. Ten cents off fuel and car wash discounts at holiday stations, Luther Advantage warranty, and five-day return policy on pre-owned vehicles. Located just five minutes west of downtown Minneapolis, off 394 and General Mills Boulevard. And they're also hiring. Want to join the team but don't know where to start? Visit RudyLutherToyota.com today. And as always, we want to thank 
vibemn.com realtor Cara Quinn, C-A-R-A-Q-U-I-N-N. And uh, I've been telling her about Cara for a while now. And uh, I love the fact that she, I'm now on her email list and as someone who couldn't be needing the new house in the next year or so, I'm already looking around the market to be one of those things that old people do. We look at the housing market uh, and Cara's <laughs> always sending out tips and what her latest note, she's talking about, uh, we've all been staying home more than ever before. And with that comes the desire to spruce up our surroundings to that end this month. We're channeling the best of interiors and home design. Read up on our Q&A interview with the internationally recognized design firm, Martin Patrick Three. You may know them as the sophisticated menswear shop in the North Loop. While you're at it, don't forget to read the latest on our neighborhood series featuring St. Paul's Payne Phelan. Uh, so, you know, that'll, if you go to vibemn.com, look up Cara, you find out all about her, how you can work with her, but she'll also give you some other really cool tips here. And we'll tell you about Bonfi Home Services at the end of the show. So Renee Montgomery, uh, former Lynx player, former Atlanta Dream player, is now part of the Atlanta Dream ownership team. And it is, but whether we're talking about sports, politics, society, it is amazing what has happened in Atlanta and in Georgia. Uh, the last handful of months, uh, basically, uh, the you know WNBA players decided to get active they found new ownership for their team. They uh, may have swung the balance of power to the Democrats in the Senate, and now they are uh, now they are working with Renee Montgomery to and and the new owner, the primary owner, was talking about the fact that he sees the WNBA and the Atlanta Dream as a great growth stock. He thinks the league's going to absolutely boom over the next 20, 25 years, and he wanted to be a part of it. So I'm not really going to ask you a question, uh, Cheryl. I'll just ask you your thoughts on Renee Montgomery and this development. I mean, you know, I, I, this, the response it's getting, I think tells you everything. It's, it's not just about, you know, you, you mentioned the, the primary owner, um, you know, the, the uh, uh, real estate investor, I believe that, you mm-hmm. know, a lot, lot of money. And, um, but the, the biggest part of this is, well, there's two things. One, I think what you said about him is that uh, we need people uh, to to understand that women's sports is a growth market, and there's tremendous opportunity there. And so I think that's significant uh, that you're you're seeing that you're seeing someone like him step up to the plate and say this is what I believe in. And then of course, um, you know Renee Montgomery's uh, you know stake in the in the team, not only as a, uh, being a part of the investor group, but also an executive that's going to uh, be a part of running the day to day of the operation. That's really significant. Uh, and so I know players around the league, um, current players, past players, um, you know, young, young, young girls that are going to see this. It's just so meaningful. And to take something that was such a difficult situation uh, for those players in Atlanta to have an owner uh, be so difficult in, in, in uh, getting behind them uh, in, in the idea that Black Lives Matter that it just to take something so difficult to turn it into such an amazing outcome uh, is is something that our league will be talking about for a long, long time. And yes. uh, this has catapulted us uh, into this space. And, and we're all really, really happy for Renee. If you'd like to sponsor this show or any of the shows across the TalkNorth.com platform, you can reach former Twins executive Karen Cleary, K-C-L-E-A-R-Y at TalkNorth.com. We do appreciate all of our sponsors and all of our listeners. Uh, you know, I, I always see the phrase "the WNBA is so important." You know, on my on my social media uh-huh. fe- feeds, was where did that come from? Was that just something somebody said and it caught on, or was that kind of a, almost a a planned message? Uh, where did you first hear it? 
Well, I think it was something that was said. It was, you know, the, the realization, you know, the, the impact that the WNBA was having. And so when, when events would occur and, and, and the WNBA players would use their voices platform and people would say the WNBA is so important. And there were numerous cases that, um, that, that statement applied. And so I think it just kind of caught on and, and, uh, I mean, it's, it's true. It's incredibly true. Uh, you know, when I think about, you know, being a young person today and what they get to see now uh, from WNBA players and, and, and different roles and, you know, using their voices to enact change uh, on the, in the larger part of society with regard to voting efforts, um, you know, the, the courage that it takes to stand up and, you know, to be black, to be female and, and to stand out there in a position of strength. Uh, what it does for the younger generation and what they can be and the pot, what the possibilities are. Um, and then, you know, now the, the story of Renee, there was this really cool, um, I don't know what to call it, you know, graphic uh, of Renee being a, a college player at UConn, dreaming about playing in the WNBA. She gets to the WNBA and she says, you know, I one day want to have a stake in an ownership group to own a WNBA team. And then there's her, um, you know, her uh, executive self dressed, you know, as an executive saying, you know, that, that, that she's given a young girls a chance to, to dream and be those things. So um, as, as you said, the WNBA is so important. Tell me more about Renee. I, I obviously remember her as a player. I chatted with her, you know, on, about basketball topics occasionally, but I didn't really get to know her very well. Uh, what do you remember most about her? Well, a couple of things. Renee's personality is, is for as small as she is, her personality is massive. Uh, and so my appreciation for Renee with our team uh, you know, you need someone on your team that can can be funny, can bring levity to situations that, you know, can get along in, in all spaces, whether it's trainers, uh, PR folks, uh, teammates, young, older coaches. Uh, she just always kind of had a way about her. You just enjoyed being, being around her. Basketball wise, uh, her greatest gift. I mean, there was a lot of things she was good at, but her greatest gift. And I, I was just watching this. Uh, I forget somebody posted this probably in the last month. Uh, Renee had a really unique ability to hit the hardest shot at the end of a buzzer. Hmm. So end of a shot clock, end of a quarter. Uh, we had to scheme. We had to, that was part of our scouting report that the harder the contestant, the contestant was, the uh, more difficult the moment was that she had an ability to make the shot. Uh, my favorite one, of course, was in L.A., uh, in the closing seconds, it was, uh, I believe it was 2016. We were, we were, uh, undefeated. I think when we went to LA, maybe 10 and Oh, something like that. And, and, uh, you know, we had had our, our great, great games and, and, uh, maybe it was 2017. I'm not sure, but, but we run a play, uh, Janelle McCarville sets a great screen on Lindsay Whalen. Uh, Maya Moore had fouled out and, uh, Renee was in the game and we ran our hammer play, uh, you know, where we, we, we kind of, we called it curl hammer. So Whalen would curl off of McCarville. McCarville sets an unbelievable screen to free way up to make the catch and Wade drives along the baseline. Uh, Parker has to come help. Essence Carson was guarding Renee Montgomery, but ball watched and turn and watch Wade's penetration and Renee, uh, Sylvia Fowles forgets to set her hammer screen, <laughs> but we still get Renee going to the corner and, and Whalen finds her in the corner and she splashes a three ball. Uh, my favorite, you know, that was an end of game situation. Um, but there was also an instance in 2017 in the, um, 
uh, in the finals. Uh, there's a loose ball that gets away and it goes over half court and she chases it down and turns and dribbles over half court and launches it. Uh, and it goes in. That, that was her, like for us, like we were not surprised when it happened with Renee. She was just really, really good at that. And so, so I had an appreciation. She was very competitive. I like that. She, she would raise when she was really engaged, she'd raise the level of the second team, um, you know, their competitive fire and, and, you know, try to, try to win some drills. And, uh, so I, I appreciated her, our time that, that we had together and, and, uh, you know, winning, winning a championship together. Uh, who's your funny, who's the funny person on your roster now? Um, uh, well, we've got a couple of them, but Bantam, I think is the one yeah. that I've asked for, you know, her to, you know, not hold it back, you know, be her, be her goofy self. That's what's needed. And, and uh, she says she, she, when she gets comfortable, that's, <laughs> but she's just goofy by nature and uh, you know, she's pretty funny. So just her being around. Um, so we have a lot of fun together. And I, I do think it's important on every team. You've got to have that. Uh, Simone had a unique ability to bring levity to a situation that I would need at times. Um, you know, th- those tense moments and when, when somebody could, you know, just have that timing to deliver, you know, something that, that would kind of ease the group. Um, but, but Renee was, Renee was definitely, you know, a player that was, that was, uh, kind of known for that. It's funny you say that because I, you know, covering baseball, it, there's more access in baseball than any other sport. In the old days when I was the twins beat writer, the access was ridiculous. I could spend almost as much time as I wanted at the clubhouse and around the team. And, and, when I covered a team and there was nobody who who could break the ice, nobody could make crack a joke or get people loose. It's amazing how I thought it affected performance. You know, it because does. every because everything bad thing then just kind of sat there on the table instead of being something you could laugh off or move on from. And every good team I was around, there was somebody who could just say something funny and just just get people to forget about you know the difficulty of the situation or the difficulty of the sport because. You know, everybody's going to fail a certain amount of time in sports. You have to be able to get past it. Yeah, yeah, and you, you know, you just you have to play in a way that it's fun. And you know, if you're ever playing kind of, you know, tight and like you said, it's it's a little too serious. The outcome isn't usually what you what you want it to be. And um, yeah, I, I find that really important on every team that we have. And when we haven't had that, you, like you said, you could feel it. You know, the personality is just a little off and. And, uh, you know, I'm happy that, uh, you know, Rachel, that's why I say Rachel has a really important job and, and, you know, there's the basketball side of it, you know, for sure. You know, there's some things she does really well. And and then, but I really count on her to bring the personality uh, to our team so that we can keep it light, uh, including the coaches, you know, that, that we, that we're able to laugh at ourselves. And, and uh, that those are the times that when you have the most fun is when you're going to play the best. When did uh, Rachel start showing her personality as a member of the Lynx? Was it during the in the bubble, or was it before that? No, I'd say it, she'll she'll tell you like that week that we had in Minneapolis before we left uh, for Bradenton. She was kind of low key, um, and so she held it. She held it probably more for the bubble. And you know, each each week we were in the bubble, <laughs> it would come out more and more. But uh, she sort of recognized there was a a space to fill there. And, and, you know, I, I basically asked for it, you know, get, give me more personality. Uh, and she was somebody who had it. So, you know, she was able to do it. We always talk about social justice. So we may have already covered that base talking about Renee and the Atlanta dream and, and what's happened in Georgia. Anything else you want to bring up this week? 
Yeah, I think really significant movement uh, in in Congress uh, yesterday with the vote for the Equality Act, and um, we're we're va- we're we're finally recognizing LGBTQ as actually having civil rights, the same rights as everyone else. Uh, and to think that um, that we're still talking about this, about uh, who has rights, and to think that in the Senate that it has less support than impeachment for Trump had is disgusting. <laughs> it's disgusting. Uh, and this is in the name of religious freedom uh, as if, um, you know, and, and we forget about the idea that there's supposed to be separation of church and state, but we're yeah. talking about basic civil rights um, because a person is, is, is homosexual or transgender that somehow they're less than those who are not uh, is so problematic and, um, we have got to make sure that we are voting for people that uh, that can that can that that's the government's job. I mean, th- this is, should be federal law. This this is not left up to the states. This is not, you know, whether you're a red state or blue state. I mean, this is this is supposed to be, you know, the liberty and justice for all. Uh, and it just uh, it's maddening. I'm thrilled. A great day in Congress. Um, but the, you know, this is, we are not going to, um, let this go silently, uh, with the Senate. And, um, you know, I think that, uh, you know, we, I'll, I'll be in tune and you'll be hearing from me, uh, with regard to what's happening on that front when it gets to the Senate. Good. And by the way, when I laughed, I was laughing at the ridiculousness of it. I wasn't laughing because I, I know you were, <laughs> but just, I know just to be clear and it, but it's amazing. And, you, and CPAC is going on right now and it's, it's, you know, Old rich white guy after old rich white guy getting up there and saying, you don't have to wear masks. We're, we're being oppressed by, by, you know, being asked to wear masks, uh, that, that the, that vaccines are a hoax, that, that, uh, that the coronavirus is a hoax. And of course we know where they stand on, you know, LGBTQ, uh, rights. It's all just, it, it just, it, it's just selfishness. I mean, it's stupidity. And it's backwards, but it's also just this incredible selfishness that extends. It's basically people saying, I kind of like my life, so I don't want anybody to infringe on me in any possible way. Yeah, like that's, that's the root of it is, is a selfishness. And, and uh, you know, we, we understand the white supremacy part of it, you know, that what exists and has long existed in, in our country. And then there's this, this, like I said, this very ugly uh, part of us that, you know, because you maybe don't understand or haven't had any experience with it, it, it does, again, it just doesn't, the ignorance of it, um, you know, particularly what is now front and center with regard to transgender uh, issues, what's going on um, with, the, with the congresswoman. Uh, it just, I'm, again, I, I said this about Trump. Um, I appreciate uh, some of that's going on that's actually difficult to see and to hear. Uh, to know the challenges for LGBT youth, uh, um, you know, the, the abuse that they face, the risk for suicide. Uh, it is important that we're talking about this. So having someone as crazy as Marjorie uh, in, in, the, in Congress, um, you know, uh, bringing these issues and shining a brighter light, it's negative. Uh, it's, it's hurtful. It's one of those things. It's just, it's incredibly challenging to, uh, to, to work through for those of us that are, that are, that have, uh, this in our lives. Um, it's, 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 it's important. And, and that, that, you know, the issue is front and center and we're going to talk through it and hopefully people will educate themselves, uh, you know, because people are different and the experiences are different. And, um, it's, this is for people understand these, these things are not choices. This is not, um, 
you know, a case where, you know, you're, you're making a decision, you know, just kind of randomly, um, you know, if you, if you really understand, you know, the, um, kind of the, the root of this, it's, it's pretty darn painful. Uh, I'll just leave it at that. It's pretty, pretty, you know, you go through enough, you know, who, who chooses the path? Of, of being abused and discriminated against for your, your life. And uh, you, you can choose that path and you can live openly where there are so many before us that chose a path of living in silence and living closeted and never getting a chance to um, show their love for another person. And, and it's just, as a disgusting is probably the, the strongest word I can use that, that we could, um, you know, use something like religious freedom uh, as a reason why, uh, a person, you know, isn't equal to the other. It, it's just very, very difficult, difficult subject. Yes. And uh, we'll continue talking about it. I appreciate your willingness to talk about it. And uh, this is another reason why, as they say, the WNBA is so important. Um, thank you to Cheryl. Thank you to producer Brandon Morton. Thank you to all of our sponsors. You'll be hearing about Bonfi Home Services here in a second. And if you like basketball, check out the John Krasinski Show and all the other shows at TalkNorth.com. If your furnace or boiler isn't keeping up with cold weather, call Bonfi. They have regular rates from 7 in the morning to 10 at night. There is always a live person to take your call 24-7. Bonfi technicians are trained and certified. Their trucks are stocked with parts so they can get your heating system up and running again quickly and right. If your furnace and boiler is on its last leg and needs to be replaced, Bonfi can install a new one for you. Installations can happen as soon as the same day. Bonfi is a family-owned and operated business, been in business since 1993, licensed, bonded, insured. Any equipment Bonfi installs comes with a lifetime warranty. You'll never have to worry about your heating system again for as long as you live in the home. If your heating system needs service or needs to be replaced, better call Bonfi. Save $200 off a new furnace or boiler installation when you tell the folks at Bonfi you heard about it from John Krasinski.